Okay. So page thirteen after the parentheses. Mm-hmm. First column. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. It is bad and bitter that you left Hashem. Pirush, what does it mean you left Hashem? You left being in a state of desiring him to be your king. You stopped wanting him to be your king. It's known that Malchus is called Yira. Sovereignty is called fear. When you throw off the fear of Hashem, then Hashem, it's placed upon this person who throws off the fear of Hashem, the fear of others. This is the meaning of the Pasuk we asked about before. Pasuk says, protect me from the Zaydin, protect me from Averis that are done on purpose or the Mime is translating Zaydim as Klippus, a throw into a person, and if you do, then I'll be complete, and I'll be cleansed from great mistakes. What's Pshat from great mistakes? The Pesha is Pesha means to rebel against Hashem's sovereignty. Pesha Rov means to go beyond logic and reason against Hashem. There is a rebellion which is not considered a great mistake. Who, again, rebellion doesn't mean that he deliberately wants to spite Hashem, but he's not listening. What's a mistake? It's not a big mistake. When it's logical. When the mistake is made because of logic, it's not considered a great mistake. For example, there's a mistake that people make. They think that God left the world. He made the world. But now he left. And a person can make themselves be in a zone as if they don't know about Hashem. They're missing this sense of bittel, the sense of, of, of connection to Hashem's animation. Meaning, they're missing the sense of... Uh, of reality. They don't feel the Abishers animating them, which this sense that a Jew has, that Hashem is constantly animating you, it's called the Kayach So, So, a person could be in his own where he's missing that. It doesn't quote this here, but it says in the elsewhere in the Gemara, <coughs> that Alter explains in the famous Mimber of Niladeidi, that who is a Shaita, who is a fool, a fool is someone who loses all that they're given. So the Altar says, What's a, what does it mean a fool? Someone who loses their ma, they lose their bitl. They lose their sense of connection to Hashem, creating them every moment. They, 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 they don't feel that. Mm-hmm. Like ignorant people, people who lack, lack intelligence, or they are very, uh, they don't care about what they know. A person does not do an aver unless a spirit of foolishness enters them. They're literally like an animal. They're missing the image of man. What's the image of man mean? 
Adam is the word Adam is related to the power of Chachma. So the missing the Hashem made a person in the image of Hashem. So person's losing that image of Hashem in him. He's means he's losing that connection to uh, Hashem's. He's losing that sense of vital, that sense of devotion, that sense of connection to Hashem being there. So that's that's a that's it causes great mistakes. That itself is a great mistake. That he's he's in a state of he feels very disconnected. So what's making him feel disconnected? Because he doesn't know, or he doesn't think about what he knows, or something else is. Or another reason is because the spirit of the animal, which is in the heart, which is in his heart, is dominant. Seven lines from the bottom. Because of the spirit of the animal, which is in, the, in his heart, this dominates his neshama. Okay. Because the spirit of the animal is in him, what happens is, is that he starts thinking that everything is kosher. Like we discussed, what the Emirah said, I want Yitzintam Alev. I need Yitzintam Amayach. It has to be this way. So, because his animal soul's desire is very present in his heart, therefore, even things which are not okay, he says they're okay because he really wants them. He's bribed by his uh, Tivus. So, he loses this uh, sense of of Hashem's presence because of his great desire. So, th- so these are two general ways he could lose his kayachmah. Lose, he'll lose the, the bitl. Either it's because he doesn't have the seichel or because he has this great taiva, this great desire for something that makes him, um, makes him look through that, to look, look at life through the prism of, of his desire. And therefore, he, he uh, says things which are not okay are okay. But all of this that we're discussing, that's not called a big mistake. But someone who does who does know and he recognizes Hashem with the power of Bittl in his soul, and yet he deliberately rebels against Hashem, and he casts off his yoke, and he says, I will go with the freeness of my heart, there is no sense of fear at all of Hashem. Where is this coming from? He is cutting off deliberately his soul from Hashem. There are Eclipus, which are which nourish idol worship. So the Eclipus are called El Kimacherim. The Kimacherim means that they are, it says in Tanya, that there is, when a person gives something to someone else and they want to give it to them, they, they turn to them uh, and they, with their face to face, and they, I just turn to them face to face, but they, but they give with their heart and their passion and they want to give someone. 
And then there is this time you give someone something you don't want to give it. You're just giving it because you have to. What happens? You, you, you're just doing this because you feel you must. So in a similar way, it doesn't that the energy of klipa, the Abisher doesn't really want it to be klipa. The Abisher has klipa there as a necessity, so to speak. I think it's necessary for Hashem, but Hashem wants to be klipa for the, in order that we should um, have a free will. So and to transform darkness to light, etc. So so the energy of klipa, the energy of, of other gods, uh, that that the, uh, the energy of, of all of the negative forces is not that they don't know there's an Abishter. They know there's an Abishter. And they uh, and they are Hashem tells the uh, forces of Klip, tells the Yitzhar, tells the Machamavis, I want you to seduce my child, I want you to seduce my the Jewish people. So the Yitzhar knows very good and well who the Abishter is. That's only the Yitzhahara as it is in the Yitzhahara source. His intent is to serve Hashem. But imagine, the Zayr gives a famous analogy of a king who hires a Zayna to seduce his son. And the, uh, the Zayna doesn't want the son to listen to her because she knows that the king doesn't want the son to be seduced. But imagine the Zayna, the Zayna this harlot that the king hires, Imagine if that harlot hires a second harlot, and she hires a third harlot. Mm. So then there's no longer any connection to um, to uh, the original uh, to the king. There's no there's no sense of doing this because because the king said so. There's no there's a disconnect. So it may be that the source of klipa um, is, has intent to serve Hashem for the right reasons, etc. But then there is, as it trickles down, there is actual evil. But even actual evil. It still knows the Ebishter. Maybe it doesn't have intent to serve Hashem, but it still knows the Ebishter. Yehidim Rebbeinu Chumos. Klippa knows the Ebishter. Even the one, even in, in the analogy, the, the 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 third or fourth Zayna down the line, um, she doesn't have any intent to serving the king, uh, but she knows the king is the king. And this person is these people who decide that they don't want to listen to Abish anyways. That's a real sense of Efkerus. Efkerus means that they deliberately cast off the yoke of Hashem. They want to be free. They don't have anything to do with Him. So that's beyond logic and reason. That's something which is much deeper. This to do this is to destroy your soul in its core. And this draws other masters upon you to become a servant of slaves. This is Pesharov, this is what is called Kesed of Klippa. Kesed of Klippa, it's, it's a, a level be, beyond logic and reason or lower than logic and reason in Klippa. There's a lot of, so it, the, the person that we're terming who has pesha, who makes a mistake, that guy is making a mistake because he doesn't know or he's so, he wants something so bad and therefore he, he, um, he, he decides that it's kosher and he, he casts off the yoke of the Abishter because of logic. Just it doesn't make sense to me right now. The Abishter's things don't make sense to me right now. That's the first guy. 
Because, but the first guy doesn't feel the Abish's presence. The second guy is a little more confused. The second guy is someone who feels the Abish's presence. And he knows what it's all about. But he just doesn't want it. He deliberately doesn't want it. Why doesn't he want it? If he feels the Abish's presence, um, why doesn't he want it? The doesn't say why, why, and he says it's not even logical. It's Kesar of Klippa. It's, it's just like this Kesar in Kedusha, there's a service of Hashem, a serious Nefesh of Amun, beyond logical reason. So that to this Kesar of Klippa, that he decides deeply, I don't want it. I don't want to be part of this. Rabbi uh, Savatitsky has a great class every week um, online in Hebrew. It's fantastic. He said this week about how... Um, this yeshiva student comes to him and says he feels a lot of pain from the Yiddishkeit. Why does he feel pain from the Yiddishkeit? Because he was just constantly telling him to do things. Do this, don't do that, do this. And if you don't do this, you get punished. And it bothers him. And so that's what he was saying, how a lot of times you have an issue, and you think the issue is the issue that you're saying, but very often the issue that you think you have is an outgrowth of another issue. This guy, he doesn't. It, the problem is not in the specific mitzvahs nevarus that he has to do, and he doesn't have to. They shouldn't do, and the kind of punishments he thinks he's going to get. The problem is he doesn't get the whole issue with the, with the, him and the Abish to begin with. Doesn't doesn't realize what the whole thing is. Probably doesn't realize what the whole thing is to begin with. That's what. That's what. That's why he's bothered by this whole. Abish is so intrusive. Why is he so intrusive? Why is he always picking on it? I'm thinking a similar thing might be over in this scenario this, of the Kesar of Klippa. There's a Yid. He feels the Abishter. He feels the Abishter's truth. But he says, I don't want it. It's, it's a, there's a confusion over there. It's, 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 he's saying, why doesn't he want it? He's, if he feels it, maybe the guy doesn't feel, the guy doesn't understand, the guy's at Taiva. But this guy, it's, it seems like there's a. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's something. It's something that is bothering him about the Abishter, this whole relationship. And therefore, he goes against logical reason, he throws it off. Hashem says about this person, he's not accepted if he does truth. Someone who is culpable, someone who is liberally, someone who is culpable and makes this kind of decision, Hashem disturbs his thoughts. You with me? Where like the eight lines in the top of the second column. He blemished the very yechida of his soul. Instead of blemishing, there's three other parts of the soul that are uh, that aren't as bad to blemish. A person wants the wrong thing and goes after he says lashon hara. Let's say but he wants to he wants to share a story and whatever. So he blemishes, he blemishes his his midas. He blemishes seichel, neshama. This nefesh shulchan nefesh shulchan is your power of action, your power of feeling, your power of, of thinking. So all the things you think about that aren't the right way could blemish your power of thinking. Things you feel that aren't the right way could blemish your feelings. Things you do could blemish your nefesh. But this guy is is blemishing the yechida. And that's what Hashem means when He says in the Torah, "Those who deliberately go against Me and against this King Himself." This is level of kesser. I've raised my children I've, and I have exalted them 
and they have deliberately gone against me. So what does this mean? I've raised my children means I've given them the intelligence of Chacham Bino and Das. I've exalted them means I've given them the level of Keser. And despite the fact that they have Chacham, they have Keser, they deliberately went against me. Um, I don't know. Jews are complex people, you know. Rabbi Tzemach Kirnel told me once, he says, there's a certain kind of uh, rocket fuel in uh, in in being a chassid. and either you're 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 on it, or you say you, say you don't want it. You don't want it. It could be like this guy feels like the, he feels it. Like I'm gonna give you a break from it. You know, it's, it's too too much. I'm not sure, but it's there's there's the, he's talking about a very, uh, a very um, deliberate decision, on a, in a very deep way, that a person says I just I just I just don't want this. Either because, I don't know, it doesn't, doesn't say why. But it makes me think, like, maybe it's the intensity of it. Maybe it's just like, he looks at, like, like I was saying with this guy that went to Rabbi Savatitsky. Just, just, he, he feels all this pressure. Why does he feel this pressure? Because he doesn't realize that, it, like I'm saying, the Zayar says, says that, you know how much Hashem loves us, we would run after him like a lion. This says the Zayar. He doesn't really, he doesn't feel the love. He just feels like there's, there's this MS and, I don't know. Ah. But when the clipper does not rule over him and he's not getting thrown all these thoughts, that's a sign that he has left the category of those who cast off the yoke of Hashem. He said, if you cast off the yoke of Hashem, then the clip tries to rule over you. So, if the clip is not ruling over him, if there's not all this, 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 uh, this, this, uh, he's not open to all the clipper to throw any kind of idea to him. As we learned yesterday, a person could be just like in a state of just open to any anyone who can, can sell him anything, and he goes out. He's, he has no backbone. So, if he doesn't have that, he's not in that state. He's not in this uh, fluid state where he's able to. Where people are able to just take advantage of him, and, or or the clip is able to take advantage of him, then he reaches a state of asa. What's asa mean? Completion. What's completion mean? Tmimus, sincerity, sincerity of the kudus Just like we're saying in the negative, that a person has this um, devotion to klipa, which is beyond logical reason. The kesed of klipa is also getting back that sincerity of the kesed of Gdusha of tamimus, of sincerity, Aleph Tom. Aleph Tom, the word Asam is made up of the words Aleph Tom, and uh, Aleph Tom means that there's a real sincerity from, deep within him uh, that says, I want the Ebeshtim. That's a, that's a completion. Mean complete means that he has a sincerity. So, why isn't he getting all this onslaught of Machshav This guy actually wrote to Rebbe once about all kinds of crazy thoughts that he has. Rebbe said to him, if you're careful what, you, what you're eating, I was eating the wrong things, and that was causing him to have all kinds of the clip of it that apparently was being nourished by the uh, bad food. I made him have all these kinds of crazy thoughts. In a similar way, we're saying over here, when a person has this sense of of Aleph Tom, of Nukulis of this sincerity with the Eibishter, 
So then that banishes, the clip is run away from that. When there's, when there's a sense of also there's a sense of the yoke of the heaven in him, clip runs away. But when it's not there, so then the other the clip, clip runs to attack him. So, there are actually three levels within sincerity. There are three different kinds of levels within sincerity. There is being sincere when, because of logic and reason. That you have a reason why you desire to be a certain way. And this is called Tam Yam. I don't know why it's called Tam Yam. Maybe we'll see soon. Uh, sincerity of the heart. Your mind and your heart are one. In this, in this level of sincerity. When your entire sincerity of your heart is devoted to something, without being changed, that you don't say today is like this, tomorrow is like that, but you really, with your whole heart, are into something. That's the definition of a person who is sincere. This is what the term means and says about Eov. Eov is called a sincere person. Your whole heart and mind say, this is the way it is. I really I want to be this way and, and, and not to change. Um says about Eov, he was sincere, he feared Hashem, he turned away from evil. Also it says he was a tzaddik, he was complete, but complete also means he was sincere. This is in his heart. His whole heart is, is into something without changing. I heard, I know the source of this, but someone said, someone told me the Rebbe said this, difference between the Russian Hasidim of old and the American Hasidim. The Russian Hasidim are like logs, American Hasidim like twigs. The twigs, so you light the twigs, and there's a lot of excitement, and they fizzle out. But the log, like the log, and there's no excitement, but it burns and burns and burns till the end. So this is sincerity of the heart. You don't change around. You're totally into it. That's Noach. That's Eve. There is excitement of the heart, which in Yiddish is called Ernskeit, or in English, earnestness. Earnestness changes. You see people that they get excited, they want to do tshuva, and after a little while they cool off. Altnius believe with sincerity of the heart, it's not with such excitement. But it's true. It's interesting. I, 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 um, is, is this in Kabbalah's old function of that, of having the, the MS? We're, we're basically, here's where, we, where the flow where we, where, we, where we started today and where we got to. We started talking about today how... Um, says in the Pesach that I'll be complete and cleansed from 
great mistakes if I uh, if you will not let the Zaydim rule over me. If you'll help me protect me from the Zaydim, I'll be complete and I won't have great mistakes. So he explained that the Zaydim are the Klippas and their dominance over a person is because they don't have Kabbal Seel. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have that, that sincere acceptance of Hashem. And if, they, if there would be the sincere acceptance, then the Klippa would run away. There, would, there wouldn't be that onslaught of the wrong thoughts taking control of his mind and heart. So then we said, what is the uh, meaning of great mistakes? And we still spoke about how there's, there are mistakes which are logical or mistakes that are emotional. Then there's a great mistake where a person just decides to tear off of himself Hashem Sovereign. And when that's not there, uh, when, when, when he doesn't have this sense of Abishar's presence, then Klip rolls over him. Now he's stuck. But if he does Tshuva, what does Tshuva mean? Tshuva means that he has this sincerity. Then, then he loses, the clip loses its dominance. So to explain what Asam is, we started saying that there are three levels in sincerity. There is Tam Yam, Aleph Tam, and we'll see what those levels are. So far, what we've learned is earnestness, uh, Ernstkeit, seriousness. I don't know if the English word earnestness is the same as Ernstkeit. Ernstkeit, I think, means to be serious. That you're very excited about something, and you're, you're passionate about something, you're serious about it. But seriousness changes. Today you're serious, tomorrow you're not serious. But then there is something else, which is sincerity. Your heart is totally devoted to something, and this is really the way you want it to be, and you're completely into something. It's not just that you're excited about it, you're serious about it, but it's really fully, you're fully there. Um, you have to look into this a little more to figure out what this is, different things, these two levels. Why is one called Tamyam? What is Al Tam? I'll try to look it up and we'll get into it tomorrow. Chazak